0: That's happymammoth.com and use the code BLESSED for 15% off today. Today with Amazon Business, Shannon Stuckey of Walburn Woodworking helped her team buy 63 circular saws. Okay, Andy, take it easy. Now she uses her time to focus on growing something big. Buy smarter, dream bigger. Visit Amazon Business, your partner for smart business buying. Hey guys, this episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast is brought to you by Teamy. Teamy is a wellness company whose all-natural tea blends detox your body and improves its natural functions. The 30-day detox program is super simple and anyone at any fitness level can do it. I did it and I definitely noticed some significant changes. I lost weight, I was able to focus more in my business, I felt lighter, and I wasn't even as tired throughout the day as I've been before. So go to teamyblends.com and use the discount code Up for 15% off your 30-day detox. Let's start the show. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny his way. Hey, guys, welcome to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. Per usual, I'm really excited excited about this week's episode, especially because of the topic. It's so funny because yesterday, Sunday night, I was recording the original version of what this episode was going to be. And I was on Instagram Live. And after doing the episode, I was like, no, I don't want to put that out. It was one of the topics in the episode. Um Was talking about like preparing how to fight And so I just felt Really led to just talk about that Topic as opposed to the other things that I Discussed so that episode Got trashed and um, it was a Fun time hanging out with the people Instagram live but um, this is A totally different episode from What I originally did and I'm just Grateful that God just continues to give me The wisdom as it relates to this show About what I should talk about and what You guys actually need so I'm totally okay with the Deleting a whole episode and doing it over If that means that your lives Are going to be improved or your lives are going to Be saved or your businesses are going to be Saved as a result of it So before we get into today's episode I want to remind you Guys to fill out the audience survey The link to that is in the show notes I definitely want to make sure I have As accurate information about you guys As possible so that I can continue To give you episodes that um, Episodes that you want As well as episodes in the format That you want so I Um, Definitely click the link in the bio to fill that out. Totally unrelated to God or business. I just wanted to be responsible with my platform and remind you guys to vote. If you're not registered to vote, definitely get registered. Um, you can go online and I'll actually include a link in the show notes to where you can double check if you're registered to vote or learn what the uh, last days are for your state to vote. But it is so important that we get out in these midterm elections, you guys, and vote. I will definitely be out there. This will actually be the first year that I voted in the midterm elections. And it's sad to say that this is the first time, but it's my truth. And to be honest, As I get older and pay more attention to what's going on in politics and think about what the world is going to be like for not just me, but for my kids, I definitely have to make be more responsible and go out and vote. And I encourage you guys to do the same Shout out to everybody who bought the podcast in class. Um, I had a very successful launch, so I'm excited about the first week sales and I'm excited about everybody that's going to take that class and launch their own podcast. So yeah, if you want to launch a podcast, if you're new listening to the show, go to blessedandbossedup.com, click on courses and you'll uh, learn more about what the class entails. And yeah, so that's it for that. So today's topic, Is it's time to learn how to fight Now I know a lot of you guys Are probably thinking about throwing them hands in real life But no I'm talking about Fighting spiritually. Because remember, last week we talked about how we're not taking this surface level secondhand faith in the 2019. We're going to really get deeper in God so that we walk into this new year with a new sense of authority in our lives and in our business and spiritually and all of those things. So, a part of that is really learning how to fight because you're not about to just be out here being blessed and bossed up and think the enemy is not about to come and try to throw a monkey wrench in all of your plans and the thing about the enemy is it's like he has this file on us to where he knows everything we've done wrong in our life everything that pushes our buttons everything that gets to us so he's so strategic and how he tries to throw us off our game we have to learn how to fight spiritually so that we can be able to overcome that and continue to push through in the things that God has for us so for me one of the biggest benefits of this year was really learning how to fight spiritually so the point where I'm not only fighting for myself but I'm fighting for other people and when um, I think it was Thursday of last week a lot happened last week, and I'll get to that a little later. But by Thursday, I had realized that, dang, I haven't really like spent quality time with God yet. Like I've listened to my I've listened to the Blessing and Bossed Up pay- playlist and I've journaled a little bit. I've read some pages in a new book, but I haven't really sat in God's presence. And so I was like, OK, this whole day or this whole morning, I think I had something to do midday. But I was like, this whole morning is me and God. And when I do that, I oftentimes I text um, people who are in my life and I'm like, hey, do you have any prayer requests? Is there anything that you believe in, in God for? And there are also certain people that I know that God is assigned to me. And so I definitely reach out to them and I'm like, you know, is there anything that you need prayer for or whatever? I'm about to go into the war room and I want to be able to pray for you or Um, Intercess on your behalf or anything. And so um, I sent those text messages out and of course, I got a lot of responses and I was in prayer and there are things going on In my life as well Um, My father is getting ready to get out of prison And so kind of I've been really praying For him for his mind to be kept You know reentering society is not Easy and I know That there's a lot of things that he's going to Face as far as like the judgment Of other people the temptation to Go back to doing the wrong thing And I know one thing is for certain I don't play when it comes about My family when it comes to my family I will fight in the spirit and in the when it comes to my family. I don't care what issues we may have, you know, how much we argue, I will put my hands on somebody when it comes to my family. And so it's the same, and, and anybody really that's really important to me. So for me, that same aggressiveness that I apply in the in real life, I'm gonna apply that in the spirit. So when I was in my in my prayer closet on Thursday, I was really just going. And afterwards, after I was done and I kind of got out, I was realizing, wow, Tatum, you've come very far. And not only have I come far, but there are so many people who really don't know how to fight in the spirit. And so that's why I want to talk to you guys about this, because we're not going to go into 2019 playing the victim And what happens is, especially with Christians is or just people in general, when something happens, we always go straight to the I'm so upset or whatever our emotions are, our emotions dictate how we act. And that's not how we operate as women who are blessed and bossed up we're not driven by our emotions we're driven by the spirit of God and so it's time for us to stop playing a victim and really learn how to fight and the first part of learning how to fight is to understand that it's not just about defensive it's not just about I'm sick so now I'm going to keep praying and praying praying every day that I'm healed it's about declaring that you're healed before you even get sick it's about speaking the word on your life before something even happens it's about really seeking God and asking him what he needs from you and being obedient to what he says so that you can avoid a lot of these things altogether. So it's not just about, again, defensive fighting. It's about being aggressive offensively so we don't even get into the troubles that um, happen. So I have four points that I want to cover for today or no, it's actually five, five points that I want to cover for today Um, under the topic of learning how to fight. So number one is you have to build up your spiritual muscles. Remember, I told you guys, it's not OK that we are going into 2019 with this secondhand faith or just going through the motions. We have to really seek God with our hearts now and stop trying to rationalize him. And that's a mistake that a lot of us make. We try to figure God out. But if God made the heavens and the earth from absolutely nothing, what makes you think that you can figure him out? You can't even figure yourself out. (laughs) You can't even figure out your circumstances. But you're trying to figure out somebody who knows every single thing. So we have to stop figuring God out and start seeking him with our hearts. And when you seek him with your heart, that's when you go a little bit deeper, the same way that you're so passionate about your business, so much so that you're Googling everything as it relates to business, you're reading all of these business books so that you can be successful. You're following all of these inspo pages about whatever you're asking, all of these questions, the same way that you're putting in so much effort because you're so you your heart's desire is to be successful. You need to make it your heart's desire to be close with God. So that you can do the same thing and a lot of times we have to be honest with ourselves when we don't have that And I, I told you guys before last year. It's been over a year now I realized that I was not passionate about God and I wanted to be I wanted to to be close to God I but I, I wasn't passionate about him I couldn't apply that same work ethic that I applied to my life to my relationship with him Because I didn't feel about him the way I felt about wanting to be successful and I had to be honest so a lot of you guys need to just start there and learn how to be honest with God and keep you keep it 100 with everybody else. Keep it 100 with the one who already know. So I was like, God, can you light a fire on the inside of me for you? That doesn't go away because I know if you, if I'm passionate about you, if you like that fire on the inside of me, I'm going to figure it out. And so that's what he did. And ever since then, I've been figuring it out. I don't know how to hear from God. Okay, I'm getting Joyce Meyer's book, How to Hear from God, and I'm reading it. Okay, God, I I see how you talk to people, but how do you talk to me? I'm journaling my emotions. I'm figuring out, Okay, I'm believing in God to be self-employed. So let me figure out what I can do naturally so God can can put favor on what I'm doing for it to happen. So, okay, if I'm believing in God to be self-employed, let me hire a business coach who specializes in that and do what she tells me to do. Let me figure out how to manage the finances in my business. Let me figure out what it even takes for me to be self-employed. How much money do I need to, to be bringing in in my business? Okay, I know how much money I need to be bringing in in my business. How much what revenue streams do I need to have in my business to make sure that I'm meeting this number? What do I need to do to 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 make the sales I want to make to meet this number? So figuring things out while still getting close to and believing God, and then as my relationship with Him grew, okay, God, I want to hear you for myself. Then I learned, so then um, I started h- believing that I was hearing God in the in the. the In the sense of a small voice. So I'm like, I wouldn't have thought that. Oh, something don't feel right in my spirit. or I feel this in my spirit. I wonder if this is God. God, if this is you, I know in the Bible I read because I was reading it, trying to get to know you. I know in the Bible that I read that you will confirm things with one or two witnesses. So if this is you, can you please confirm it? And then I get the confirmation. And then I'm like, oh, so that is God talking to me. And then oh, and then as I continuously go through this searching process and paying attention to what happens and getting the confirmations and things like that, I'm like, okay, cool. Now I know how to hear God's voice. Awesome. What's next? I want to learn how to pray. I need to learn how to pray. I'm tired of the surface level prayers. I'm tired of saying God is grace, God is good over my food. I want to really know how to do some stuff in prayer. So I get this book called Fervent by Priscilla Shira, and I learn how to to based off this book. I learn how to pray strategically. So cool. Now I'm learning how to pray strategically. Now I can pray and I can hear God's voice. Okay, God, what do you want from me? And then uh, then he starts directing my path with my business. So once all I had to do in the beginning was admit that I was not passionate about God enough well, I wasn't passionate about God at all. I had to admit that. And then once he gave me that passion for him, like he said he would, I applied the same work ethic that I apply to everything else to get into know God. But a lot of you guys aren't applying that same level of success, the same work ethic that you have to achieve the level of success that you want to God. And that's why you're not getting anywhere. You're spending all your time trying to overthink him. It ain't about overthinking him. We don't seek God with our head, we seek God with our hearts. It's about being vulnerable. It's about putting those walls down that you've built up that, that just translate into your relationship with God. It's about really seeking him with your whole heart. So back to point number one is build up those spiritual muscles. Stop being lazy and truly search for him with your heart. And by building up those spiritual muscles, I mean, start going to church consistently, read the Bible for yourself so that you're learning what the word says. Practice praying, fasting, and I talked about fasting last week. Fast, pick a day, fast from six a.m. to six p.m. and dedicate that day. Fast from food and dedicate that day to get into know God pick wherever you you can go to the bible app in your phone and pick a reading plan and start there you can get a book off amazon about how to hear from god or how to get closer to god pick whatever it is that you need that you're seeking or whatever your main concern is right now and start there then another part of building up your spiritual muscles is take inventory on answered prayers a lot of times we don't trust god in the Our trust issues don't stop when it comes to our spiritual relationship with God. Our trust issues are still there. The same way we don't trust anybody in our life, that translates into our relationship with God. So you have to figure out how can I build up trust so that I can continue to do the things that God tells me to do. And so a way to do that is take inventory on your answer prayers. That's why I have that section in the um, God is my CEO prayer journal that you can get off Amazon. (laughs) Um, That's why that's there so that you can begin to take inventory on the things that he did, because if he did that for you, then he can do whatever it is that you're stressing stressing about right now. Another thing that I do is I keep all of my journals. I have every single journal since I started journaling in 2016. And periodically, if I'm feeling down, if I feel like my faith is a little weak or I'm just feeling away, I go back to my old journals and I put myself back into how I was feeling. Back then. And then I look at my life now and I'm like, wow, if God brought me this far, surely he will take me out of what I'm going through right now. And it just builds my trust back up. So I talked about that last week, going back to uh, taking yourself back to the place where it all started. That's how you build up trust in God. As I told y'all, this week has been a hectic week for me, and it's so crazy because for y'all have been following the show, you know that in August of last year, God share with me to fast every week for a year. So I started on August 27th of 2017. And then I my last day was August 27th of 2018. And so that whole year, I fasted every single Monday. I got closer with God. Every every Monday was a different topic, but I just really dive uh deeper in my relationship with God. And I believe over that that Year time frame I built a lot Of spiritual muscles and you can even hear The progression over this show And so what's crazy is a lot Happened this week and if this Was me even in January of this Year I would have automatically went to The victim mindset I would have automatically went to the God. Why is all of this happening to me? I'm um, living my life for you. I'm doing the things that you want me to do. Why is this happening to me? Why do I have to go through all of this? Whoa, whoa, whoa! is me. But now, when I go through things, I get angry, and not angry in a sense where I'm mad at God. I get angry like, oh devil, you really think you' about to try me? Like I don't know who I am. Oh no, 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 no. No, I, my foot is on your neck. Period. Like all the wretchedness come out the same way it would in the natural and the spiritual. So this week, Monday. I get sick. I told you I did the podcast with a full migraine. It felt like somebody was punching me in the side of my head throughout the whole podcast last week. And I also had a, a really bad stomach ache to the point where when I stood up, I felt like dizzy. I couldn't, I couldn't stand up. So what I did was I was like, I know I can, I can push through the migraine, but this, I can't stand up. So how I'm going to get to my desk to be able to um, record the podcast. I can't record the podcast in a bag. 'Cause then I'm going to be sounding like it's going to be sounding like it's a late night show on a radio or something. So um I was like, okay, I'm going to take a little nap. And when I wake up And I'm, I'm laying hands on myself Because I'm exercising my authority So God you said that we have the power To cast out demons and to heal diseases So I'm laying my hands on my stomach And I'm declaring decreeing that I'm healed in Jesus name So I can get up and do what I gotta do for God So, I'm, so I did that I fell asleep I woke up maybe 20-30 minutes later um, and, I, and I was still My stomach was still hurting But I mustered up the strength to do the podcast And I was like you know what God Your word says that in my weaknesses, you are made strong. So I don't have any natural um, strength right now. I feel horrible. I want to get back in bed. But because your word says that in my weakness, you are made strong, then that means that I can do this because you're going to do this through me. And so last week's episode was a great episode, but that was Monday. Tuesday, my fiance gets an allergic reaction. So he is like, whole body is like red. Itchy, we don't know what's going on. So I'm like, bruh. <laughs> yesterday I was kind of down a little bit. I ain't get to, to do much but the podcast. Now we gotta see what's going on with him. All right, let's do it. So we go to um patient first. He don't know what he had a reaction to, but we get the medication that he needs to um we get the medication that he needs to kind of take care of that. Cool. So then yesterday um, what day was yesterday? Sunday, as I'm doing the doing the first version of this podcast, he gets into a car accident. And I didn't even know until um I reached out to him when I was done. And so he gets into an accident. Um, he was fine. Thank God everybody involved was fine. But I'm mad. I'm like, okay, the enemy, but prior to even this past week. Um, I told you guys some episodes ago how I was really like struggling with walking into this calling that God has on my life and just really kind of having one foot in and one foot out. Like I want to do it, but I don't really know if I if this is what I want to do. Like this is not the plan I have for my life. Like I explained all of that a few episodes ago. So when I tell you that. I was like you know what God whatever you have for me is what I'm going to do Period I, I will bury My dream for myself to walk in Your purpose for me so when I did that I meant it so The enemy couldn't get me to turn Back then when I was Struggling with walking into this identity He couldn't get me to turn back then so Then he tried to attack me as far As my, my body goes so He still couldn't get me to not do this podcast Then because I'm like I'm not Having it I don't care what has to be done i don't care if it's nine o'clock at night on a monday this podcast is going to get out because it has to so then um he can't get me so that he gets the, the person closest to me so now you're trying to put sickness into his body now you're trying to trying to take him out and get him in some type of accident. Oh, heck no, that is not happening. But me back in January would have probably had this. What was me attitude? God, what is going on? Why is all of this happening in my life? I'm living my life for you. I'm, I'm, I'm pouring into your people the way you want me to. I'm doing everything you tell me to do. Why you do? I ain't none of that was going on around here. I was ready to fight. And I know that I've gotten to that point to where I'm not giving into my emotions. Cause yeah, it's frustrating. You gotta pay all this money, get the car fixed, and all of that. Yeah, it's frustrating. But it, but I'm not about to give into those emotions. And so when, um, so again, I know that the reason why I was able to have that different level of or that different attitude and not give in to my emotions is because of the muscle memory that I've built up and the way that I've committed to getting to know God of being obedient and doing what he says, learning what his word says, all of this, this, that I've, this, um, work that I've put in, I couldn't find a word, this work that I've put in over the last year and a half or so is built up that muscle memory. So now my, my spiritual muscles are strong. Now I'm ready to fight. So now my fiance, he may be frustrated or upset because of what he has to go through with his car. But I'm like, no, come here. And I grab his hands and we pray. We thank God that you walked in his door. I thank God that he brought you back here. I thank God that not even the idiot who hit you is hurt. You know what I mean? I thank God that the enemy may try that the weapons may form, but they will not prosper. So we're not going to give into frustrations in this house. And the enemy is not about to take out the head of this household. The enemy is not about to take him out. No, that's not about to happen. So I grab his hands and we pray and I'm thanking God. I'm speaking in tongues. I'm reciting the word. I'm reminding the enemy that his place is under my feet, period. And and I will always be victorious no matter what he tries to do. And even when um BJ got sick and we was getting ready to go to the patient first, I'm like, no, come here. I'm laying my hands on you. Because, again, no weapon formed against us shall prosper by his stripes. We are healed. No infirmity lives in this body. You are healed in Jesus name. The enemy will not have you, period. And he will not have me. And so we have to have that type of attitude, that type of aggressiveness when it comes to our spiritual life and learn how to fight. When it comes to my family, the devil ain't about to have my family. I don't care what my father has done or will do. The devil won't have his mind. He won't have him out here feeling like he's less than because of his circumstances. He's going to walk out of that prison with his head held, his head held high. And ain't nobody opinion is going to change that because I'm fighting in the spirit to make sure that his mind is kept while he's in there. And when he gets out, period, when it comes to my house. Only God dwells up in here. So anybody that the enemy tries to send up in here, whether it be in a form of of sickness, disease, I I don't care what happens. It all must bow down to the name of Jesus because I understand the power and the authority that I have over the enemy. So whenever something happens, it's not about getting into this victim mentality. It's about exercising my authority. If if it don't matter, if you don't know the Bible front and back, you can Google scriptures about um, my authority over the enemy and say that stuff scriptures about being healed and say that stuff because the, the, it's so much power in speaking the word of God. But again, it's about being offensive and not defensive. The reason why I was able to, to square up with the enemy when something happens is because I've already built up this, this spiritual muscles, I've already built up this trust in God and I already recognize my power as a woman of God to where I ain't no punk and I'm not about to get punked by any circumstance that may happen. So for you guys, build up those spiritual muscles now before these these tests come, because if you don't pass these tests, you're going to have to keep taking them. And I don't want to I don't want to keep taking no tests. You know, I want to pass them the first time. So I'm going to study. So that I can pass them when they come. So it's the same thing for you. You have to study so that you can be ready to pass the test when they come. So number one was build up your spiritual muscles. Number two, pray and fast. Fasting is a strategy. I talk about fasting so much because I want you to do it because it's a it's a strategy. If something is not happening in your life that you want to happen, a way that you fight is you fast. You turn down your plate. You go deeper in the word of God. And that that changes things. So, again, pray and fast. And a lot of people, I get it in the beginning when you're growing in your relationship with God, you feel like your prayers are weak. You know, I always joke about the God is grace. God is good. Prayer that we learned as kids. We always learn these surface level prayers or we notice the same scriptures that our grandmother must have been saying for the last 30 years. And we feel like we don't have no real power when it comes to our prayer. So I get it. I know in the beginning, um, people who are more spiritually mature than me would always say, well, Tatum, you pray. You have to pray. And I'm like. Okay, but what else? As if prayer wasn't isn't something that's powerful in and of itself. I would always say, okay, what else? Because I felt like either prayer wasn't enough or my prayers wasn't enough. And so it wasn't until I read that book, Fervent, by Priscilla Shire, where I learned how to pray strategically. So I want y'all to write down this formula. And when you pray, what I do is a lot of times I write my prayers out because I want to make sure I'm very clear and specific with scriptures to back up what I'm saying about what I'm praying for. And so um, when I write them down, I just recite them. I just continue to read them. Um, And then but there are also times where I allow the Holy Spirit to really use me and I just flow in prayer. But in the beginning, it was really important for me to write my prayers down because I was using this formula that was in this book. I read this book for no reason. So I'm doing exactly what it says and learned how to pray strategically. So for you guys, write this down. When you're praying, the first thing you need to do is give thanks. It doesn't matter what you're going through, what you're praying for. There's always something to be thankful for. Do not act like any blessing that you have is not good enough to give thanks for. I always like to use the uh, lighthearted example of you do not miss breathing more than when you got a cold or something and your nose is stopped up. It's like all you want is to be able to breathe out your nose again, but you take it for, for granted when you don't have a cold. So so the same thing when you're praying, give thanks for the things that you may be taking um, for granted. Humble yourself. Number two, in that is humble yourself and repent. Ask God for forgiveness. Lord, forgive me for for reacting angrily as opposed to seeking you first in this situation. Forgive me for um, agreeing with what the enemy said and not what you said. Forgive me for not coming to you sooner. Forgive me for trying to solve this on my own as opposed to coming to you and letting you solve it for me. Humble yourself and and ask for forgiveness. Then ask for what you want. Ask very specifically for what you want. After that, find scriptures to back it up. And put those scriptures in your prayer the, God's word has so much power And if you don't know scriptures that's It's so many um, It's so many ways that you can find different scriptures you can google it i have a that book i told y'all about the power of speaking god's word by uh joyce meyer which is like an index of scriptures that's categorized i use that book all the time whenever i'm going through something i just go to the in the table of contents pick it and i say it every single day so find scriptures to back up what you're saying then you have to have an attitude that you're waiting an expectation because the Bible says that when we pray, God listens, that he answers prayers. So you have to wait in expectation. Don't use your prayers like some type of genie wand. It's not like when you say amen, you can snap your fingers and clap your hands and something's going to change. But you have to wait expectantly that it is going to change in God's timing. And then you continue to pray until something happens. So even if you're not seeing the results of that prayer right then and there, you have to continuously pray until something happens. Uh, An example for this in in my life is my relationship with my mother. And I've shared with you guys different aspects of it over the course of the show. And one of the things that God shared with me at the beginning of this year was that relationship needs to be restored, that God needs that relationship restored. And if if it doesn't, um i'm going to have the same issues in my relationship when i have a daughter so this broken relationship is something that god wants to be restored now and so I was willing and able like it's not something I did not it's not like I didn't want that relationship to be restored we started going to counseling and I was getting really frustrated because we went to counseling together we put a, a lot of things on the table that I would rather have not talked about was very vulnerable like doing the work that was required but then I felt like okay after we get to this point now of everything being on the table like how do you turn it into something like you know it it was really frustrating for me because I didn't know like where do we go from here like how do do I now start to trust her to be able to build that relationship with her what how do we even define the relationship at this point moving forward so it's very difficult for me it's like I forgiven for a lot of things that's happened so forgiveness isn't my problem my issue was just like well how do we define the relationship moving forward. It was it's, it was just something I didn't know. You know what I mean? And so I was I was I've been praying about it all year. And it's October. I've been praying about this all year. Like God I, I, this relationship is is restored i'm I'm speaking it to existence, but then I'm also asking god like what what do we do? I don't know what to do at this point, moving forward, what do we do and so it wasn't until recently with like the maybe the last couple of weeks that God began to really share with me that what I was doing wrong. So for me, I'm approaching, I was approaching this situation as a grown woman. I'm like, I'm about to get married. You know, I'm an adult. We're both grown women now. Like, I don't really need the things that I may have needed as a child. But I was looking at it like that. Or saying that but my heart wasn't that I was still approaching the relationship from a child's place wanting her to do everything Wanting her to to reach out all the time wanting her to put forth the effort And I was still acting like I didn't have any responsibility in the building or the redefining of this relationship So God began to show me the things that I was doing wrong and what I needed to do And then he also showed me that I needed to exercise some grace you know, and it's hard to say when you've been hurt, you know, by somebody that you need to exercise some grace and understand that they're broken people too. Like, parents don't have kids. Parents don't have kids and then all of a sudden become these perfect people. They they was who they was already. They were these broken people before you got here. Now they just have their brokenness pretty much on display for somebody else to see. And so for me, I had to exercise some grace and understand that she'd been through some stuff, too. She wasn't going to be perfect. She did the best that she could with what she knew. And I had to be OK with that, even though it hurt me. And so when God began to just share with me the grace, like, like Tatum, you got to show the same grace that I showed you when you continuously asked me for things um, and I gave them to you and you mishandled them or when you continuously told me that you were going to live your life for me and then you went back to doing whatever you wanted to do in the world or when you continuously said that you were going to do one thing and did something else, the same grace that, that I gave you, how every time you came back to me, I, I opened my arms to you, how every time you prayed to me, I responded to you, how every time I was always there for you even when you was doing wrong, you got to exercise that same grace for her. And so it's it's like, okay, God, I get it. I get it now. But I had to pray and fast because I did a whole lot of that for this situation and continuously do it, even while I feel like we're not getting nowhere in counseling, even when I feel like I'm getting even more mad (laughs) doing this. Or even when I feel like we're doing more harm than good. Why can't we just go back to when we was ignoring the problem? I still had to keep praying until something happens, despite how I felt, because I knew what God wanted and I was committed to doing what God wanted me to do. But even when I wasn't seeing my prayers answered right away and it wasn't until recently that God began to really answer that prayer. So, yeah, the relationship may not be perfect right now, but now I have new perspective on what I can do and what and, and how I can approach it differently so it can get to where God wants it to go and so that's another point for you guys to um to take on to like God may not automatically just give you what you want he may give you perspective to help you get there he may change your mindset a little bit so that you can take that and make whatever it is that you're asking for happens so we have to wait expectantly for him to answer our prayers and be open to how he answers them but that's all a part of fighting. Number three is worship. Worship is a tool of fighting. So we have the Blessed and Up playlist. I'll put the link in the show notes to where it's all praise and worship songs. Like really take, worship is just all about positioning your heart to give thanks for God. So this is something that you need to add. This goes back to being offensive and not defensive. Add this to your daily life. When you wait, as you're getting ready for work in the morning, play this playlist. Put little hearts I think you can favorite songs Favorite whichever songs speak to you the most And play those over and over again While you're getting ready for work And taking that time to really worship God Like worship is something that we all must do It's really hard to stay stuck in your circumstances When you're praising God And remembering all of the things that he brought you through Then number four, understand that the word is the weapon. And I talked about this a little bit before. And there are too many ways to access the Bible and too many versions to read it in for us to act like we don't know what the Bible says. It's not okay for us to just keep reciting the same scriptures our auntie has been telling us forever. We have to go and learn the word for ourselves. And if that means getting the Joyce Meyer book, and using that to recite the word, I love when people say, "Um, you have to take the word like medicine three times a day." So in the morning, speak the word over your life, and lunchtime, speak the word in your life, and evening, speak the word over your life. Do whatever it is that you got to do, but you have to understand that the word is a weapon, and God says to put him in remembrance of His word. In order for you to do that, you got to know what it actually says. And it's okay if you don't know the Bible from front to back. I for sure don't, but. My Google ministry is strong. I know how to Google something if I want to know the answer to it. So I'll Google scriptures about whatever and I'll read them. A lot of websites do like lists. So I'll read them and then I'll write down whichever ones speak to me the most and I'll continuously speak those or I'll write out specific prayers for my circumstances and use those scriptures in it. So I'm constantly reciting the word. So despite how I feel, how I feel doesn't matter. I always say out my mouth what God says because of what God said, because I know that there is power, that that life and death is in the power of the tongue. So I got to make sure I'm speaking life both offensively and defensively. So I'm speaking life on my day. I'm taking a probiotic. So I'm speaking, I'm taking this medicine three times a day and speaking the word on my life offensively. But then when something happens as well, I still have the word as a defense. So now I'm taking my antibiotic, but I'm still using the word. So we have to make sure that we know what the word of God says, you guys. So even if something happens in business, We know that God promised us wealth and success. So if even if it doesn't look like it, we got to speak that into our life. And then the last thing is you got to stand confidently in your authority. The devil is going to try you, but you have to know in your heart and have confidence and knowing that you have authority over him. The Bible says that his name, Jesus, will cast out demons You have the power to cast out demons in Romans. It says the God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus be with you. My favorite thing to say is I got my foot on a devil's neck because to me, it's just a reminder of exactly where he belongs under my foot. And because Christ lives within me, I will always win. I'm victorious in every situation. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm the I'm the lender and never the borrower. I always win, period, because God said that. So if anything speaks against that, no, I'm standing confidently on what God said. I'm ready to fight and I always win. I'm Mayweather. I'm undefeated, Okay, because God is undefeated. The Bible also says that in James, it says, submit, there, uh, submit, therefore, to God and resist the devil and he will flee from you. It's telling you the Bible is telling you what your authority is. So the only way that you lose is if you don't fight at all. That's why I'm talking to you guys about this, because I really want to stress the importance of knowing your authority and knowing how to fight spiritually. Because it's still some things that you fighting through for 2018. But the reason why you losing is because you don't understand the power that you have and you're not squaring up. You just letting the enemy run rampant and you sticking in this woe is me attitude and you keep crying out to God as opposed to wiping your tears, getting on your feet, putting your guards up and learning how to fight. So if y'all don't take anything from me this whole year. I want y'all to learn how to fight. And ask God to teach you how to fight. Go back and listen to this episode again. I gave you the formula. I gave you five points that's going to teach you how to fight. And I want you to apply this today. Not just in 2018. I mean, not just in 2019, but apply this today. So you start in 2019. You already slaying some demons in 2018. So you starting off this new year already 45 and 0 like Floyd Mayweather. Okay. All right, let's take a quick break and I'm going to come back with the business blitz. This episode is brought to you by Teamy, an all-natural wellness company that formulates tea blends that help with health problems people face on a daily basis. It helps improve sleep, give energy, reduce bloating, and the list goes on. I must admit, at first I was a bit skeptical when they approached me because we see Instagram celebrity detox teas all of the time and we have no idea if they actually work. After doing some research, what stood out to me was that the tea blends were high quality and they had lots of success stories real everyday people. I was completely sold once I saw the results for myself during and after completing the 30-day detox. During the 30 days, I drank the skinny tea blend in the morning and the colon cleanse every other night before bed. I lost three pounds within the first two weeks. I saw a significant difference in my midsection area. I didn't even have to wear Spanx to a wedding, and that was a really big deal. And as a daily coffee drinker, what stood out the most is that I didn't crave my morning cup of coffee because the tea had already given me the energy that I need it, So don't just take my word for it. Give Timmy's 30 day detox a try for yourself by going to www.timiblends.com and use the discount code BOSSEDUP for 15% off your order. Let's get back to the show. Okay, I'm back. Make sure you guys buy those uh, Teamy products. They were really, really good. So definitely click the link in the show notes. I'm gonna put the information there so you can purchase some of their products so they can keep sponsoring this show and paying some bills. Okay. All right, so moving on to the business blitz section, this is a new segment where I pretty much just talk about one specific business topic very quickly. A lot of times on this show, we do get into uh, the spiritual talk, but I do wanna make sure we do have something business-related in every episode. So that's what this section is for. This one is pretty simple for today, and it's you can't do everything by yourself. In the beginning, when you're starting a business, we are trying to figure it out. A lot of times we're low on funds, to start this business. So we're trying to do everything ourselves. But I really want you to understand the importance of paying people to do what they do best, especially when whatever their area of expertise is, is different than yours. A lot of times you start businesses based off of whatever it is that you're passionate about, or whatever it is you have a skill at. And then a lot of times you don't have like the business knowledge, or you don't know what it takes to let's say, create a marketing plan that makes you money or you don't know what it takes to build the business foundation that allows you to be a full-time entrepreneur. And a lot of people are very hesitant on paying coaches or consultants or experts or whatever to do these things. But when as you're looking at your business goals for 2019 or even looking at the goals for the remainder of this year, do not be afraid to invest in people and, and pay for services so people can do what they do best. And if you're trying to figure out who to invest in a little tip look at their testimonials it does not matter what they did in their business look at what the people who invested in them have been able to do in their business that is what matters because a lot of people can make money just off of you investing in them and then you don't see any results so look at the results of people who have worked with them also Make sure you ask the questions of people of what's the return on investment for this. Be very clear on what you want. Whatever you invest in should offer some type of return to you. So keep those things in mind as you're building your business. We're coming up on the end of time here. I do have one thing that I want to say um, in the question segment before we move on to the prayer is a lot of you guys ask me questions about you may say, hey, Tatum, this is what God is telling me to do. What do you think? Or you may say, um, this is an idea that God gave me. What do I do next? So I want to be very clear. I do not offer my opinion on things that God gave you because it's not for me to add on It's for God to expand upon. So don't come to me and I'm not trying to be mean, but I, I, It's my job to steer you back to God at all times just because he uses me. I don't want you to ever try to come to me as a substitute for going to him yourself. So if he gives you a business idea, go back to him and say, God, okay, how do I do this? What is the first step for this? Always go back to him. If he gives you a business idea, my opinion does not matter. If he gave you that idea, then you need to keep consulting with him on how to execute it and see that through. So if you have any questions, um, any other questions, you guys definitely shoot me an email, Tatum at TatumTamia.com. You can also go to com to submit your questions. And I'm going to end the show with a prayer and then we will be finished. Father, I thank you for another week To speak to your people I thank you for continuously speaking through me And using this platform to reach them I pray that this week you give them new lenses To see their power as men and women of God New lenses to see the authority That they have over their lives Their businesses And every single circumstance that they encounter Give them the strength and the energy to fight As they grow closer to you We know the enemy is working overtime To get them to turn back to their old ways So I ask that you in Increase their spiritual strength to fight the schemes of the enemy and come out victorious because you promised that to them, Lord God. I pray that you heighten their discernment this week so they can begin to recognize the things and the people that the enemy is using against them that they may not have noticed before. And I pray that you give them the strength to eliminate those things and people as they come, as they begin to reveal themselves. I pray that you fill them with the Holy Spirit and evidence of speaking in tongues, a gift that so many shy away from. But it's guaranteed to all show them that it isn't spooky or scary or weird to speak in the heavenly language. That is a gift that you give us, Lord God. That is a language that the enemy does not understand. So impart that gift into them today, Lord God, so they can begin to use that in their fight. Have your way with their lives this week, Lord God. Allow them to walk in boldness and confidence like never before. Give them the strength to level up in all aspects of their life. In Jesus name. Amen. All right. Talk to you guys next week.